Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Friday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. I may have to pick up the grandkids later, but I don't know. Who knows? Beginning of a day, you know. I want to talk about writer's block, because I've had that, and I have that right now. Well, not a whole a big thing. I mean, I've got my scenario planned out for the Monday game, Thursday game I only play in. Plus, I have a convention game I'm getting ready for. And there are times when you just, it's in the middle of a campaign. It happens. It happens when you have to prep for more, and you have a story. Even if you have a story arc. It happens to you where you just go, what do I do with them next? Now, there's several ways to handle this, and you just can't think. I forgot who said it. It was either an author or a songwriter. They said, when you have a a writer's block, it's not that you can't write anything. It's just that you think everything you write sucks. And... That can be that way too, but there also could be the way that you just can't think of anything. So you got to get your brain going. You got to pretty much make a mental jump. For instance, let's say, well, not a for instance, but what I'm talking about is say you're knee deep in a campaign and you've got a story arc and you've gotten, you know, where the story's going, beginning, middle, and end, three acts and all that. And in the middle of it, they do something and they're here. Okay, we're here for the night. And you go back to your house and go, oh my God, I don't know what else to do with them. How do I get them to that end? How do I get them to the end point? And that end point could be any way at all. This is the part where you have to trust your players. First of all. But trusting your players is one thing, which is good, because that really makes the game come alive at the table. You present them with the situation, see how they handle it. And it moves the story along. But you have to give them something to go on first. I mean, you've got to give them a little something. You've got to set up the situation. And if there's a plot point out there, this is where you go back through your notes and look to where the story was headed. Where Look at the background again. Look at the background of your characters. Look at how the story is progressing. Look at your NPCs. Look at the bad guys. That kind of thing. Figure out a weakness in the bad guys, as I said before. Figure out some kind of clue that they don't have that they should have that would help make things a little clearer. And sometimes, it's just good to get away from it. I'm not saying stop prepping or anything, but I'm saying get away from it. They always say, like, oh, take a walk, go see a movie, do housework, whatever you need to do, take your mind off, and then you come back fresh. That's a good idea. That's an excellent idea. But at the same time, if you're in the middle of prep and that happens and you don't want to stop, try and do something creative in that vein that's a 180. Like words. Words. Trigger words. Go look at a dictionary and find some trigger words or online or anywhere you can do it. And I'm always the one who likes to take 
like five or six different, what seems to be disparate things and string them together and see what I get. I may get an adventure out of it. I may get a campaign out of it. But if you're in the middle of it, start hauling out. I used to have a deck of index cards where I just wrote, I wrote words, I wrote quotes, I wrote animals, I wrote things. I just wrote things that I could just, you know, pick it out at random. What does it say? Maybe that'll spark something. Writers do that all the time. Stuff like this all the time. So I'm not saying anything new to you. I'm just trying to crouch it and present it in a gaming format. There's that. The gathering other ideas from other media thing. Like I said, go take a walk and go see a movie. Go see a movie. Go read a book. Go watch TV. And you know what's the nice thing? about it if you can watch tv or something like that and you have a notepad and a paper there start taking notes okay see i have i have tons and tons of dvds and blu-rays so to me it's like okay watch it once for the entertainment value watch it again for possible things i can use in a game same thing with books. Read it once for the entertainment value and then go back and see what you can ch- either cherry pick or get inspiration from, especially inspiration. Maybe there's a certain plot plot point they use. Maybe there's a certain NPC that would go great with you guys, with your, your campaign, things like that. I'm just throwing these ideas out because you got to get yourself, you got to work yourself out of the writer's block. I mean, it's not something that's going to go away. Your muse just took a coffee break, basically, and it'll be back. Charles Schultz, who did Peanuts, somebody asked him, what, what, ha- what does he do with writer's block? He says, I work through it. I'm in a business where I can't afford to have writer's block. i got to produce something every day. So I work through it. And he had his own little routines, too. He would start doodling on a small sketch pad, a small you know notepad or something like that. He'd doodle the characters. He'd doodle other things. He just, and that's how he, that's, he was his way of going through the writer's block, working through the writer's block, and pretty soon he'd come with something. This show, this podcast, I do that all the time because I do, I do a show, I record the show the night before, and I put it up, and the next thing I think of was, okay, what am I going to talk about tomorrow? I've used some of these techniques and I think about gaming and I'll just pull, sometimes I'll just pull a random role-playing game book off the shelf and see if there's anything there I can get. I've had some good, like the uh, Undead series I did or the Variations on a Class series. I got all that out of the first edition Player's Handbook. I just looked at that, and then I looked. At, then I pulled out the DMG and saw the cleric turning table. I wanted to talk about difference between ghouls and zombies anyway, but then I started looking at the cleric turning table and going, "Oh wow, I could talk about all these undead monsters." I love undead. Undead's a great monster; they really are. Not that I don't mind live monsters, you know, things like albers and orcs and ogres and things like that, but I really like undead for some reason. I don't know. I think it's the Charles Adams in me or the or the spook shows of the universal horror films. I don't know what it is. I think I missed my call. Personally, I think I missed my calling. I think I should have been a horror movie host. That would have been fun. So, you know, I've got all this material. I just 
pull one of the books down and look through it. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But you've got to have some kind of routine where you can work through this. If you're going to do a big campaign, some people can sit down and plan a campaign from beginning to end, and they always know where it's going. And they always know what they want to do with the characters. They watch the characters, and they plan accordingly. Because what you're doing, as I said before, you don't plan plots. You plan scenarios. You plan a framework because you watch the characters. They're actually the ones to tell you what to do with your campaign, what to do with your world. They're the ones to tell you. So keep a close eye on them. I wish I would have, you know, I don't go to the point of keeping everybody's character sheet or making copies and stuff like that, although I should. But I did start taking notes about, okay, he has this, he has that. They have this much money. They've got a. They've got an Amazon in Skyship. Okay, that takes so much, etc., etc., etc. And so you just you look for look for plot hooks everywhere, and it'll help you work through your writer's block, because writer's block can be a pain. Let me tell you, those of you who've never written. And, I mean, I'm also an artist. I'm, I do illustration, cartooning. And that is a, oh, God, mofo, I tell you, you know. That happens to artists, too. Uh, what am I going to draw today? I don't know. If you don't have, like, you know, already, you know, if you're not doing this, if you're not, this isn't your business, and you're, you're, you usually have clients who want this and that and the other, so you have the direction to go. But if you're just sitting there enjoying it and just trying to draw, and it's going, oh, God, what am I going to do? I don't know. So you start developing your techniques. Develop your techniques to get yourself out of that rut, get yourself out of that mindset, and the ideas will start flowing again. That's where I am with that, and take it for what it's worth. I hope it's some use to you. And if you want to talk to me about it or anything else, you can drop me a line at oldmangrognard@gmail.com, or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. I always like listening to them. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I thank you. And thank you, Oliver. Thank you, Jonathan, for being my supporters. So, folks, until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.